Welcome to EMG Transformations with Dan Stoll. Each episode will empower you to ignite your inner fire and provide methods to maximize your mental and physical performance. You never know how one valuable insight can make such a big impact. Please leave a five-star review if this episode leaves a positive impact on you. And don't be shy to screenshot and share episodes on social media that you find helpful so we can spread the message and make the world a better place. You never know who may need to hear and the impact it has on them too. We're only scratching the surface. There's so much more to learn. Subscribe and stick around to manage stress, improve your health, and create lasting lifestyle changes. Buckle up and get ready to spark your transformation with Nova Fusion. Welcome to EMG Transformations. Today I have the honor to feature Steve Ramona. Steve is the host of Doing Business with a Servant's Heart, which is about sharing stories of overcoming challenges and serving. He has a strong character, and that's something I admire about him, alongside his knack for spreading good vibes and elevating those around him. I'm so excited to share some valuable insights with you guys today. Thank you for joining us today, Steve. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man, it's going to be a great conversation. And let's just start it off with your backstory and, you know, what were some of those experiences and struggles that shaped you into the man that you are today? Great question. I started back in uh, 79 when I graduated high school. Yes, I'm an older guy, which is okay. So when I graduated high school, uh, my family had started a health club and my cousin was the president and said, hey, why don't you come work for us in the summer? And that led to 22 years working there. So that right there was a great lesson. But one of the big lessons I learned later as I looked back is here I'm 18 years old, checking in people with 40, 50, 60 year olds, kind of like we are in a position now and, and just building these relationships with people. It was amazing what, what uh, they were giving me, what insight, what uh, uh, information, you know, one was a financial advisor told me to read the book, Healthy, The Wealthy Barber. He actually gave it to me. The next week I told him, hey, I read it. He goes, oh, good job, kid. He goes, so I'm going to save 10% of my check every month and put in a bank account, you know, account and don't touch it. That's it, kid. That's it. Super simple. And I remember 30 years later, I looked at that account and had $58,000 in it. I'm like, holy moly. I called him and I thanked him. And I said, what do I owe you? He goes, kid, you listen to me. That's the reward. And right there, Dan, and then I realized all the years is I was serving people and he served me. That's all he cared about. So I saw the power of one, building relationships and two, serving, bringing value, bringing positivity, bringing law of increase, reciprocity. I can never say that word, but the law of reciprocity. And man, it's really, for the last 10, 15 years, it's really served me in building a huge network. And I always say, Dan, your network is your net worth. If you have two people in your network or 200, now you're going to make more money, but you're going to have more opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And something you said was you had those mentors at an early age and you listened to them and that was able to really, you know, get you moving at a faster pace. And 
you know, that's so important for the listeners out there that, you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. If we can identify what we want and then align ourselves with people that are doing it and, you know, get directions from them, that can be such a time and lifesaver at the end of the day. So I'm curious, you know, what were some of, you know, more of those early lessons that you learned from your mentors at an early age that, you know, you're still using today and have played out pretty nicely for you? Well, my dad used to say, never recreate the wheel. The wheel's already done. So I love that you said that. That's stuck in my head to this day. Uh, I started a business, a brick and mortar, um, had it for six years, did quite well. And it just, a lesson I had to learn, I had to close the business. Things had changed. Financial wasn't working. The pivot I'd have to make with the business was start charging the clients, customers. I didn't want to do that because we picked up a computers and electronics in the time of 2006 to 2013 was big in California. They were trying to help the environment and we had all these computers and nowhere to take them. So my company would come pick them up and get them taken care of properly. That was a huge lesson. I fought it for about six months and I got to give my dad, my cousin, Jeff, a big kudos and my mentors. My cousin was my mentor in the health club for 22 years and taught me so much about business. You just got to cut the cord. You can't keep straight up, but you don't help your customers. You're not helping yourself. And most importantly, and one of the biggest important things, your employees, your two employees, you know, you cut them now and then try to, where you can't pay them. They do all this work and you can't pay them because the money's not coming in. Once I had that realization, it was like a breath of fresh air when I closed it. It was mm-hmm. tough. Got a lot of calls from customers. Hey, where do I go? So, you know, for a year I had to take care of that, which is great because people trusted me and they didn't know where to go because they knew I would take care of it. But sometimes a negative uh, event can turn into a very positive event, which it did. Mm, Yeah. And to always look forward for the positive and not dwell on the negative as well. And, you know, what you just said, that can be such a hard decision emotionally. And, you know, from a feeling of having that responsibility that, no, you have to keep this going, you have to continue to serve, you know, that can be a tightrope to walk and, you know, what you said, though, you you had to make that decision. And, you know, that that benefited everyone at the end of the day. So, you know, making those tough decisions. I love that you shared that. Another thing that is uh, pretty apparent is you have a strong relationship with faith. And I'm curious, like, have you always had that relationship from an early age? Or did something pull you in that direction? Well, that's a great question. I just got a disciple class yesterday. And I just got baptized 20 weeks ago in a Christian church. Very excited. What happened to me with my faith is a great story. It might came in 2016. My brother invited me to church and wow, the music's loud. Kind of a little back office, like, wow, this is crazy. Okay, I'll keep trying. And it was great because I get to spend time with his daughter, my niece, and she loved me. So it was kind of a combination of things. And my girlfriend was spend time with his wife. And we just grew a better relationship, again, building relationships. And then my dad passed away the end of 2017, January. And it was tough. I was very close to him. But what was amazing to me, I went through his bedroom. I remember it was a Friday, about ready to sell the home. We had to get it all cleaned up. Opened his nightstand, and I found the Bible. One, didn't know he was reading the Bible or even had one. And two, he had notes in there about all the siblings, including me. Do this, do this. So he's not only reading it, he's taking notes. Wow. I started crying, missed my dad, put the book down, but I looked up and I said, God, dad, the message is clear. I need to fully immerse myself into faith and in the church. And the very next week I started 
serving, you know, I signed up to serve coffee and I do community service and I'm going to do a lot of other things. And my podcast has led to my faith as well. It's, it's not a faith podcast, but there's connotations to that with doing business with a servant's heart. So um, that's where it started. It's interesting. I'm announcing today on your show some new things because uh, doing business with a servant's heart is fantastic. But there's eight to fivers out there. There's people that are nannies and they work. They work hard. So one of the things I'm going to come up with is probably a new podcast going, do life with a servant's heart. Mm. Yeah. How are you doing life? You know, I have a business. You have a business. We have that side, but we also have life, our family, our friends, people we run to every day. Are you serving them? Yeah. Because that changes your universe as well, not only with business, but with your personal life. Man, that that's so impactful from the story that you just shared. And then also how those relationships can, you just never know, like the ripple effect that it can have of, you know, spreading that impact and that positivity and, you know, what that will do to someone else, but also the people around them, like you said, and doing, you know, leading with the servant's heart in life. Like, you know, that's, that's what this is really about. So I love that you shared that. And, you know, back to the business side real quick, like how does someone listening, if they really have that servant's heart, like how do they serve in business? Because that can be, you know, selling, for example, like some people have a negative perception with selling and they think it's dirty and, you know, they're, they're cheating people. So how can we switch that perception? And I've had that feeling too. Years ago, even when I had my company, I kind of felt that feeling, but First, we're selling every day. And we all hear this all the time. But I'm selling to my wife. I'm selling to her kids. I'm selling to you. I You came on my part. We're always selling. So it's not a dirty word. But to make it clean or not dirty is bringing value. And before I forget, I want to put a challenge to your audience. Yeah, You want to get better? Michael Jordan, he practiced Kobe Bryant. They practice more than most. That's why they're the best. LeBron James. Part of that Steph Curry, oh, you know, I'm in a basketball mode, but Tom Brady, whoever that athlete that's elite, you know, they practiced hard. Yeah. So it's the same thing with serving. I, I Here's a challenge you put out there. So today's Monday. Whenever you're listening to this show or watching it, take Monday of the next week and for five days, Monday through Friday, every person you run into, serve them, bring them value. You're at a grocery store, help somebody get the can at the top shelf. Somebody's got, you know, a ton of groceries. you got three things, let them move in front of you. Maybe they're in a hurry. Uh, it could be, you know, helping somebody put their groceries in their car. It could be a church, just walking up and saying hi to somebody. Serve everybody you get in contact with virtually and in person. And then on Friday afternoon, write down in a diary or in a book or a pad of paper, one, how you felt. I think that is many stories of what those people did. And let me see how you feel. You can reach out to me, reach out to you, Dan, and, and do a, a follow-up with us. Because yeah. I say three things now that are guaranteed. And I never liked that word. I use it sometimes, but it's not a good word. But there's death. That's a guarantee. Taxes are a guarantee. The other guarantee is when you serve somebody, it's going to be positive. How many times have you talked to somebody and made them laugh? They've had the worst day of their life, made them laugh. But it could be 10 seconds, 10 minutes, 10 weeks, 10 years. When you serve somebody, the impact is just unbelievable. The other thing with serving, keep in mind, it's not a scoreboard. 
I don't give Dan two referrals and sit by my desk and my phone or my email. Where's that two referrals I'm getting from Dan? It's all about universe. Put it out there and then it comes back around. Maybe tomorrow, maybe a month from now, maybe a year from now. But your whole life will change. It just works that way. Ask me how, just rethink and grow rich because I don't know how. I'm still studying that. And you, we've talked about that book, but anybody can do it. And I believe the whole world, good or bad, in prison, wherever, somebody in their soul has the ability to serve. It's just got to break it out and practice it. Yeah. And that's truly the essence of, you know, serving with a servant's heart and just giving back. And I love that you shared those small acts of kindness, because that's something that I always my I have a new uh not a new but a catchphrase inspire kindness and really it's those small acts can mean the biggest thing to someone that's having a bad day or they're having a bad week or just a season of life because I always say we're all battling something and we never know what someone is battling at that specific moment so if you just smile to someone on the street compliment their outfit do something to make them feel good that can have such a great impact on them and i know firsthand because i was that person where everything was down and there wasn't any positive in my life and when someone just does a kindness in the grocery store like that 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 makes you feel good and that can really start this chain reaction on the rest of my day maybe that leans into like a a good day tomorrow and a good week and you know that ripple effect that I always come back to it's so impactful, but you you just never know what someone's going through. So that's why I value that so much. And if I could just, you know, make a rule for the entire world, it would just be that golden rule of treat others how you would like to be treated and, you know, just spread kindness to others. So I love that you shared that. And we're just in total alignment here on that. So that's so good. I'll tell you a quick story. I, I, was four or five years ago, left work early for my office. It was a slow day. Things weren't going well. Just didn't feel right. So I was in the grocery store, and to me, it was the Holy Spirit. Something came to me and just said, hey, here's my credit card to the clerk. Hey, I want to buy her groceries. It wasn't a lot of money. And, oh, you're, you know, he's 21. He's looking at me like, well, you're crazy. I said, sure, yeah, here, just go ahead. She's like, no, no, no. I said, no, listen, let me do this. I just have this feeling. And paid for it, paid for mine. We walk out together and she stopped and she started crying and hugged me. She had a baby in her arms. She said, my husband lost his job last week. We didn't know how we were going to get groceries. You know, we were going to, I don't know how they were going to pay for it, but they were struggling. And that $40, $50 in groceries, which doesn't matter, it was the act. And I tell people when I tell that story, what is she going to do when she gets home? Hey, honey, I met this guy, Steve. He bought our groceries. What a nice guy. But not even being infectious, and now they're going to pay it for it. And they're going to think about a way to help somebody else. So it's not truly always the act of what you do there. It's like you said, the ripple effects. And I wish I could have talked to her. I didn't get her phone number. Didn't want to be that intimate with her. But again, that's just something you can change people's lives because you can always find And I tell people all the time, you say, why are you such a good podcast host? And I I love hearing it because it's helped my guests. But I learned to shut up and listen. And I say shut up because I want to make an impact with people. Oh, Caesar said shut up. Seriously, just listen. And that includes at the grocery store, with our family, with my wife, I need to listen more. And because then you're going to learn a way to serve. 
Yeah. And even listening to that voice, that voice that told you to pay for her groceries that day, you didn't know why, but you felt it and you acted on it. That's the most important thing because we can all have those, those thoughts and you can be like the the grocery clerk, like, oh, are you sure? Like, why are you doing that? And you could have easily just, you know, gone on with your day and got your groceries and not think anything of it. But the thing that I love about you, Steve, is you took the action and you have that servant's heart and you extended a helping hand out to someone that, you know, really needed at that, that time. So I love that story. And it really just shows the man that you are. So I love that. Yeah. So when did this idea of starting the podcast come into play and why did you end up calling it doing business with a servant's heart? Great, great, great question. It's a great story. I've always wanted to do a podcast in October of last year. Um, I was selling a product called Inbound and one of my clients reached out and said, Hey, you need to talk to these guys at Pantheon. They help the podcast and all this. I'm like, wow, that's good timing. I've been thinking of going on YouTube and kind of learning this thing and just, just try to wing it. That's not always the best way to do it, but it can be done. It just takes more time. So I met with them and I've got to say, Kyle Sullivan, who I met the first time, our call, great. Hey, we want the thousand of the top leaders, thought leaders that really want to change the world. I'm like, all in. But really turned me was we prayed after. Thank you for meeting. Thank you for meeting Steve. And it opened my eyes and my ears and my mind to... There's great people out there and you need to surround yourself with that. And the podcast can do that. So in October, I just started recording shows. I think about 170 now as of today. And it, it's it been a blessing because it's such a win, win, win. Godfather has the offer you can't refuse. You all know that phrase. It almost gets to be that point because I bring you on as a guest like I did, Dan. I talk about you. I promote you. Bring out the best in you. People learn about you, not just what you do, but your passions, your heart, your desires, your whys. And what happens is I put him on my show and a listener might listen and go, I need to reach out to Dan. He's got some things he can help me with. So now I've helped the customer. I've helped you as the guest. I helped the customer and have helped me because guess what? I'm serving you. So again, I'm putting every show we put out like you're doing today with me, it's putting out to the universe. I'm helping this person. I'm, you know, asking nothing. And then after the show is when I bring value. I, you know, I listen more about them. I've listened for 20 minutes all about what they do. And as I'm listening, like I said earlier, shut up. When I get with your show, what did I do? I had a couple of referrals. Here's a connection here. Here's somebody you need to talk to. If you think that way, every person you meet, and that's what I do. I When I meet somebody, I think, how can I help them? Like I met a, a great guy, Morris, on Saturday. He's part of our Pantheon podcast group. We met, and I gave him some ideas, and he reached out today and left me an email. He goes, man, I really needed it. That was an awesome call because I brought him value. I brought him some referrals, but some things he can do to help here, some yeah. resources. We all have that. I mean, the worst you can do is go, Hey, that's a good looking black shirt on you, Dan, today. Man, it looks good. Make sure you, you know, you smile, whatever. Any positivity is value. So when people say, well, how do I serve? I don't have money. You have time. And that's time's value. Just jump to a soup kitchen or go to your church like I do volunteer or whatever that is. We all can do it. 
but it's a mindset, just like you teach in your coaching. It's a mindset and it needs to be practiced and it needs to be believed that you will do it and that you'll follow through. Because some people have told me, you know, I didn't even think about that. I just met these 10 people. I didn't bring them value. So they went back and brought them value. Five of those 10 became clients of theirs. Mm. That's so good. And that's also the the power of building relationships and spreading value as well, because you may not necessarily have the resources, but you may know someone that has the resources and that can help them. And just by you setting up the connection, that's establishing value and that can put them on a direction that catapults them. So, you know, I love that you highlighted that too, because it's so powerful and you never know how one connection can lead to the other or just the, it's a small world as, as big as it seems, it's actually pretty small. And the connections that people know it, it just goes around in circles. So that's a, that's a great tip and a, a great piece of value that you just shared with us. So I'm curious, what are you most excited about these days? What lights Steve up now? Well, because of my podcast and serving and audience, this is a not about me, even though it is about me, but the opportunities that can open up for you, those doors can open. I'm in November, the first week of November, asked to do a keynote speak on networking and business and serving in front of some high-level, high-quality people. Now, I've never spoke before in front of a group. I spoke you know, in, in front of teams and that, but I've never been asked to come speak and get paid for it. And that door is open. I'm super excited because that's going to lead to more opportunities that have already opened up. And then the other side is the philanthropic celebrities that I'm running into that want me to help them grow. Because they've got all the money in the world. They want some legacy projects, but they need help. Again, my network to help them do that. And then on a side note, I met a gentleman, RJ, who was in prison and got out and became faith-driven you know, learned about God and, and started loving God in prison. And he's got incredible stories and, and an incredible book that says, uh, I got it right here, God doesn't waste a thing. So if you get a chance to re- look at that, um, grab that book and read it, the stories of the miracles that he saw are incredible. But now he's asked me, I'm going to try to get his movie out there. So these are things I've never done before, but because serving and building relationships, I have these connections, I can do that. And why not? Audience, what's the worst thing you do? I've reached out to Arnold Schwarzenegger to be on my show. He's not, hasn't been, at, you know, said yes, but I'll keep reaching out. You never know. Maybe he does, right. maybe he does. So go for it. The worst thing you get is a no, you go for it somewhere else. That's so good. And doors will open when you put yourself out there and you'll have opportunity at that point. And you know, options that you can pick and make that best decision. And sometimes you're just thrown into a situation and that can be the best thing for you as well. Um, Like a side note, like a friend just reached out to me for Toronto. Uh, He's doing this event and someone's flying to Detroit. They need a ride to Toronto. And he said, I'll comp me just for giving his friend a ride there for the event. So I'm like, okay, I I might be taking a trip to Toronto this weekend, just out of nowhere. (laughs) That's great. See? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when those opportunities come, guys, like make sure that you take advantage, just like Steve did when he was at the growth. And that door is open. I'm super excited because that's going to lead to more opportunities that have already opened up. And then the other side is the philanthropic 
celebrities that I'm running into that want me to help them grow. Because they've got all the money in the world. They want some legacy projects, but they need help. Again, my network to help them do that. And then on a side note, I met a gentleman, RJ, who was in prison and got out and became faith-driven. You know, learned about God and, and started loving God in prison. And he's got incredible stories and an incredible book that says, uh, I got it right here, God doesn't waste a thing. So if you get a chance to re look at that, uh, grab that book and read it, the stories of the miracles that he saw are incredible. But now he's asked me, I'm going to try to get his movie out there. So these are things I've never done before, but because serving and building relationships, I have these connections, I can do that. And why not? Audience, what's the worst thing you can do? I've reached out to Arnold Schwarzenegger to be on my show. He's not, he hasn't been, at, you know, said yes, but I'll keep reaching out. You never know. Maybe he does, right. maybe he does. So go for it. The worst thing you get is a no, you go for it somewhere else. That's so good. And doors will open when you put yourself out there and you'll have opportunity at that point and, you know, options that you can pick and make that best decision. And sometimes you're just thrown into a situation and that can be the best thing for you as well. You know, when those opportunities come, guys, like make sure that you take advantage, just like Steve did when he was at the grocery store and he heard that whisper in his head. I, I just love the the opening of doors because that's really been um, coming at me fast, especially this year, since I've been more available to it more so than I have been in the past. So yeah. When your mindset shifts, your life shifts, guys. <laughs> Amen. So yeah. true. And, and there's a, this is uh, August 7th, 2023. I just do that because somebody listens to us a year later. The Rock just put out, if you know, you know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, I, I, I love the guy because he's got a servant's heart. And he just put out a story. Um, and this guy's got all the money in the world, but he's doing it for good. As MMA fighter from Africa came here, he's living on a, a couch, left his family there and trying to be a champion MMA fighter. He had, you know, $7 to his name. He heard the story, came out, and bought the guy a home in, in Florida. Now, he, you know, people will go, well, you know, he bought him a home, but other people need homes. But listen to this guy's story. He's come from Africa with nothing. He wants to do something for his family. He's here in America with a dream. And, and, and The Rock didn't have to do it. None of these celebrities that do stuff like don't have to but they have the tools to do it. The finances, the, the celebrity stuff that to get the message out. That's a servant's heart. So every person I've told that story to in their head, they're thinking, what can I do? Maybe you don't need to buy a home. Maybe it's a, you know, a front door mat. that says the happy Smiths, the fam, you know, it doesn't matter. Always think value. And I keep going back to that. There's so many ways we can give people value. Just be a little creative. Yeah. And that's the thing with money. It's like, it's not the root of all evil because the more money that you have, the more that you can give, the more that you can help others. And, you know, it's just a, a currency and it's just like this energetic exchange. So think about it that way and think about how you can help the most people with the most amount of dollars. And, you know, that will change your perception on that pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't take care of yourself, you can't serve people. Yeah. If you're homeless, living in a homeless tent out in the street, you could still serve, but it's going to be a lot harder. Exactly. So abundance can mean you serve more, but also takes care of you first and your family. 
that, you know, like The Rock did, he can go out and do those things. His family's taken care of. His kids aren't hurting when he buys a guy like that at home. Um, so it's always good to take care of yourself first. But there's still ways to serve. Even a homeless person can serve somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And it always comes back. There's that karma. And when you give, it may not be from that person, but the universe will make sure it comes back at some point when you need it the most. So don't worry about that, that scarcity and not having something in the future because it's, it's coming the moment you put it out there, it's coming back at some point. So love that, man, this has been incredibly valuable. I got one last question before we wrap things up here. Do you have a secret sauce to life? And, you know, in other words, like, what's that one thing that creates an X factor for you to be successful? Get better 1% every day. Whatever that means, read a part of a book, finish your taxes, because I'm doing them now, that's why it's in my head, uh, serve somebody, but do some activity to get you better 1%, not 50%, not 100%. If you started today in August, so it's August, first week of August, so that's four months. That's about, let's say it's 100 days. If you increase yourself 100% starting today by 12, 31, 23, are you going to make more money? Are you going to build more relationships? Are you going to have a bigger network? Are you going to have more opportunities? I think so. But audience, I want you to think about that. I think you know the answer to that. Yeah, that's so good. And just always find ways to stretch yourself and improve and keep going because life is going to get tough. But what's that thing that you really want? What's that end goal? And is that initial resistance, is that enough to really hold you back from that thing that you truly desire and that dream that you have? So I challenge you guys to think about that as well and continue moving forward and just get that 1%. You don't have to get 50%, like Steve said, 1% better each day. Not every day is gonna be the same, but that's such a great tip for you guys to take action now. Like get 1% better today, the moment you start listening to this. So now this has been great. Let us know how we can support you. Obviously you have your podcast, Doing Business with a Servant's Heart, and I featured on that so you guys can watch that episode and then go down the rabbit hole because there's some great guests on there and I'll put the link in our show notes below. If you want to mention that or anything else that you got going on, I'd be happy to hear from it. Find me on LinkedIn, Steve Ramona, R-A-M-O-N-A, or I have a, uh, a little business card called info, I-N-P-H-O-N-E dot C-O slash S-R-1. And if you put that in your browser, your phone, whatever, you'll have all my contact info and everything that I do. Awesome. Steve, thank you so much for sharing your story and serving us today. You lead by example with your kindness and willingness to do the right thing. And the world is a brighter and better place because of you. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. And I'll add the first three people that reach out to me and mention your name and the podcast. I'll give them a $20 Amazon gift card. Let's go invest in yourself, guys. Get a book or something. I love it. There you go. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. It's been great. Thanks for having me on. Are you ready to take charge of your health and transform your life? Well, get ready because we have the solution for you. Introducing the Nova Fusion 21-Day Wellness and Resilience Challenge. The ultimate program designed to stack massive momentum achieve peak performance, 
and spark your transformation. In just 21 days, you can experience a total wellness revolution. Our challenge is jam-packed with daily inspiration, education, downloadable resources, and exciting challenges to keep you fired up and on track. But that's not all. When you join the challenge, you'll also become a member of our exclusive Nova Fusion family. Together, we'll support and uplift one another as we continue to grow and thrive. Unlock the secrets of the world's best wellness and resilience practices to stay mentally and physically fit for a lifetime. From renewing healing practices to transformative high-performance techniques, we've got you covered. And here's something that sets us apart. I believe in these practices so much that I'm offering a money-back guarantee. That's right, if you don't see results, you can get your money back so you have absolutely nothing to lose but everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? Take advantage of this limited time opportunity right now. Go to novafusion.co slash challenge to sign up and embark on the journey of a lifetime. Let's spark your transformation together. I can't wait to see you on the other side.